You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and we are back for another episode, and I am so excited that we are back. It has been, what, a full week now since we have gone to Beachbody's Coach Summit, and literally the first time in three years since we have seen each other's faces, and it is exactly what we needed, exactly what we needed. And so I feel like my cup is full My team is on fire. We've spent the whole last week getting organized and really developing a plan for forward movement because, listen, the one thing that I love about direct sales is that literally it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you're married, you're single, you have kids, you have no kids, the color of your skin, the color of your eyes, the color of your hair, how many followers you have. Like You can build a successful business. If you have the right mindset, if you have the drive, you have the determination, you have the grit, you can create success. And so I love that because that means I'm not waiting for somebody else to give me a raise or a performance review. I'm not waiting for a market adjustment. I'm not waiting to the end of the year to see how the company did in order to know if I'm going to be able to take my family on that extended vacation that I want to take, right? I love that in direct sales, I have the ability to determine my success and how hard I work and how gritty I am and how much determination I want to put into it is going to be reflected in my paycheck. And When I go to events, I'm just reminded of what a force our business can actually be. I mean, where else do you get to sit in a room with other women who are powerful, who are motivating, who are driven, and that don't tear you down? And they're not stepping on one another to climb the corporate ladder. It is like we are in that stadium, Arsenio Hall style, rooting for each other, standing freaking ovations against uh, amongst all of the leaders. Like it is the best feeling ever. It just reminds me that that business can be so incredibly powerful if you choose to look in it that way. I know lots of people maybe haven't had the best experience, but sometimes it's the lens through which you're looking through. It's the time in your life that you are experiencing it. But direct sales for me has been such a game changer and I love it. I can't imagine my life any other way. I love teaching leaders. I love mentoring people to create businesses that they also love and feel empowered by. And over the past 11 years, yes, I've built a top time, top organization four years in a row. But I also went on to create another business, Chic Influencer, a consulting company where I get to mentor other individuals in direct sales. I get to work with companies. I get to do training, whether it's social media, it's strategy, it's marketing, it's leadership. And I love it. I am in my joy zone over there doing the dang thing. And wherever you follow me, whether it's here at 
at Women Inspiring Women, whether you're a Beachbody coach, whether you follow me through Chic Influencer, whether you just have found me out there on social media or the internet, I am so glad that you're here. And today, I'm actually going to present to you my presentation in the Leadership Breakout because not everybody was in the Leadership Breakout, and a lot of people have requested my presentation. And I thought, what's a better way to get this information out to others than to do it as a podcast episode? And I'm even going to upload it to my YouTube so you can check it out there as well. You'll be able to see the slides. If you go to my YouTube channel, I'll actually link it in the comments of the show notes from today. Also, if you would like to click on it. So I'm going to walk you through the sales, teaching sales to your team. And it really comes out of this sort of like pivotal moment where in my business, right, as a leader, I really realized that I had a gift that, you know, I was able to create sales in my, my own personal business. And, and I, it, Yes, it took me time to really develop the skill set to invite, to follow up, to get people to actually sign up. But I figured that part of the process out. And a lot of times what I find is that we as leaders, we take it for granted that other people just know what to do. The things that come natural to us that other people don't really see as a natural skill. So I'll give you a quick example. When I was a newer coach in the business, my upline had reached out and said, hey, Melanie, you're really good at running challenge groups. You're, you get amazing results. You have good testimonials. There is tons of interaction inside of your groups. Will you train the organization on how you run these really thriving accountability groups? And so I said yes, sat down with a sheet of, of paper and started to make my outline. And all I could think was, holy heck. This is going to be the most boring team call ever. Like, of course, you just do a Monday mindset video. Of course, you do a preseason when you add in new customers to make sure they understand, you know, how to navigate Beachbody on demand and they know how to choose their nutrition plan and they take their pictures and measurements. And we do a meal planning, you know, couple of days and we talk about recipes and food. And of course, you do a weekly check-in. And if your client groups are not super interactive, you throw in extra things to get people excited. And all I could think was, this is going to be boring. But when I presented that presentation on that team call, something happened. I looked at the chat bar and it was blowing up. Oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. So many light bulb moments. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to implement these new strategies. I never thought to do it that way. And that was the moment that I realized that running really successful groups was a skill set that I took for granted. I didn't think it was anything special. I didn't think it was anything fancy, but it was. It wasn't something that came naturally to other people. And you know what? I guarantee that that is happening in your organization right now as a leader. The things that you want your team to do, they may not know how to do them. And we as leaders have to be able to take a step back and say, am I breaking down the steps in a very simple, easy to follow, duplicatable way that allows other people to implement and have the same success? And so today we're going to really talk about the sales side of things because that's a really key, important part of what we do, right? When people come into direct sales, if they don't come in and understand that we do sales, 
right? They're going to leave. And a lot of times I have been guilty in the past because I'm not naturally a salesperson, right? Not naturally a salesperson. I remember when I first started being like, I'm not a salesperson, right? I'm just proof that the products work. I share my products on social media. I do social selling, right? I'm a health and wellness influencer or a wellness mentor. Maybe you're a beauty influencer, right? Whatever you might be. And so what I used to do is I would sugarcoat the fact that I was not in sales. But in reality, at the end of the day, we're in sales. If we look at direct sales and we peel away the layers You post on social media because we want people to interact with us. We want people to ask questions, right? We're like opening the doors to our storefront, but it's just our online storefront. We're flicking on the lights. Our social media is our doors that are open for business, right? But when somebody expresses interest or we know somebody that's interested in our services, we go and we invite them. And if we don't know how to have a conversation, figure out what their needs are, ask the right questions, develop trust, make a customized recommendation, ask them to make a purchase and walk them through the purchasing process, right? If they're not confident in that, they're not going to succeed. So when we start out and invite people into the business and we're like, you don't have to sell, we are already giving them false expectations. We need to be more upfront. And I I will own the fact that I used to say that. I used to say that. And now, even just as I'm onboarding and bringing new people in and as I'm talking to people about the business opportunity and even on social media, it's like, you know, absolutely I'm going to talk about the fact that, listen, we are a relationship building business. When you join my organization, yes, you are going to be proof that the products work, but you are going to invite people to join alongside of you through sharing your story, through having conversations about what you're eating, what you're drinking, you know, the ways that you're moving your body. You are going to find that there are people that are curious about what you're doing and you are going to invite them. And I am going to guide you through that process of actually having a successful conversation that leads somebody to the person. Right. And so it's all about connecting people to life changing products because I believe in them. That's why we do coaching. That's why we do any direct sales business. It's it's when we aren't, when we don't believe in the products, it's when we do businesses for just other reasons. Maybe it's financial. We don't actually care about the products. That's when it feels salesy. Or when we're just spamming people, that's when it doesn't feel authentic. So we need to be upfront about the fact that, yeah, we do actually invite people. I'm going to ask you to invite people, but I'm going to teach you a way to do it that should feel very authentic, that should feel very natural, that shouldn't feel forced, right? Doesn't mean you're going to get a yes every single time, but it's going to feel really good because you're going to know you're helping people, all right? So now that we have that part out of the way, the next step is when it comes to getting our team to take action, to make sales, we have to make sure that our team actually connects their actions of selling successfully to their why for joining the business in the first place. So I'll give you an example of that. Let's say that I have a I have a new distributor. She signed up for my organization and I'm walking her through the process. And I say to Sally, like, Sally, I'm so excited to have you part of my team. Here is what we're going to do. The first thing that we're going to do is I'm going to have you make a list of 50 names. 
All right. Once you make a list of 50 names and then once you make your list of 50 names, you're going to come to me and we're going to sit down and we're going to invite these 50 people to join your upcoming party VIP group, you know, bod group, whatever. Right. And so then Sally's eyes are going to get big as saucers and she's going to go, you want me to do what? And I'm going to say, yes, 50 people. Let me explain why I want you to invite 50 people. Because when you invite 50 people, the law always is that 10% are going to convert. It's not 50 spam messages, but it's like 50 legit people, right? And so what we're going to do is I'm going to walk you through the conversation flow. I'm going to help you achieve success. But out of those 50 people, five are going to say yes which means you're going to have five people that make a purchase. And every time somebody makes a purchase using your link, you earn commissions. And so probably out of those five people, right, you're going to make maybe $150, $200. I know, Sally, that you are coaching because you want to be able to pay for your daughter's dance lessons, right? And so what happens is after those five people make their purchases, you now have $150 towards your daughter's dance lessons, right? And so now you're going to be able to connect the dots for Sally. She's going to be able to see like, okay, me getting uncomfortable is going to improve my life. Me getting uncomfortable is going to create enough money for me to pay for the groceries, right? And so now it connects why they need to do the actual action steps because it means something to their mission and their goal of where they want to go. So it's really important that as the leader, we are always telling our organizations, this is why I want you to do these actions. This is why I want you to get uncomfortable. This is why I want you to lean in. Then we always want to say, did I tell people why I want them to do what I want them to do? Very, very important. Here's a list of other ways. I also infuse this into my training system so that I can really solidify that income part of it. Because again, if we want people to generate income, they need to know how to actually earn it. So does my team actually know how much commission is attached to each item? I'd venture to say they don't always know. So things that we do is we share, you know, in the coach online office, that actual product directory where people can see the volume, the commission, the breakdown of what they earn for each product. I want them to know that they can earn off of more than just a total solution pack, right? I want people to know there are other ways. There's higher commissions attached to certain items. So I need them to know that. So they also understand if I want to make money, it can be other options as well. It doesn't just have to be a pack. Also, do they know like how to find their actual commission breakdown? When they get paid on that weekly, monthly, daily basis, however your company works, do you actually go in and show them earnings and commissions? This is your commission breakdown. I want you to understand where your paychecks come from and where your earning opportunities are at. A lot of times we forget that step. So we want to make sure we share that. Third, do we know, does your team know how their downline selling or even just building a downline can actually increase their income? Again, most people go, all right, I need to build a team. And then they just sign up a bunch of preferred customers, people that are not actively enrolling customers themselves or building a team. And so now we have this false perception of team and we're not actually creating additional revenue. So what we want to do is we want to do things like quarterly training on how to earn as a distributor or as a coach. And so that's something we put into rotation that actually shows the organization. 
you have two levers of your business. You can earn through customer sales. You can also earn through building a team. Your residual income opportunity exponentially grows as you begin to build a working organization. There's a difference between preferred customers or discounts and actual working, selling, enrolling individuals. All right. So doing that quarterly training because people funnel in and out and they're also ready to hear things at different points in their business journey. And then we also do recognition around the areas that we want to see growth. I am so forever grateful that my upline started doing recognition where she wasn't just recognizing points, but she was recognizing personal volume. Personal volume is the one lever initially in the business from day one you have control over. Your PV, your personal volume is directly attached to what you're selling. And so she would recognize every week for 500 PV and above. You would hear your name recognized on the team call. And I thought it was awesome. So I set out to get my name on a team call, to hear my name on that 500 PV leaderboard. And I did it once. And then I was like, I need to do it every week. And so I became, I began to strategize how I was going to get to 500 PV every week so I could hear my name on a leaderboard. Inadvertently, I was creating consistent income, right? So now she was creating rewards and recognition around me making more money, direct correlation, and it helped me to see the value of growing my personal volume points. I've always had a healthy PV because of that, even as I went on to build my team. All right, now let's go to the next step, and that's establishing a baseline. So the one thing I don't want you to do as I am going through this presentation today is I don't want you to think there is anything wrong with the way that you currently train. I don't want you to kind of crumple it up in a ball and throw it in the trash and think that everything you've built for the last X amount of years is no longer valid. Not true at all. What I need you to do is I need you to really say, all right, where can I improve? Where might there be gaps in my current system? And I know for me, where I started to see the gaps was initially when I was looking at, you know, success club system trackers and income producing activity trackers, I would notice that people in my organization were really good at connections. They were really good at their social media posts, but they weren't inviting. And I was like, whoa. That's a problem. Or I would see that they were inviting, they were connecting, they were doing their social media posts, they were doing everything on the tracker, but they weren't making sales. Another red flag. And so I started to say, I looked at the tracker and I started to kind of pick it apart. And I was like, okay, what are the actual, what are the skill sets that people need to master within this tracker? And so where it says build connections, they were doing these building connections, but were they doing them right? And so I, I started to like make a survey for my team. And I was like, huh, how confident are you at building connections? And then I looked at inviting. How confident is my organization at inviting somebody to become a customer? Or how confident are they once somebody says, yes, I'm interested, send me information. Do they know how to have a, a good conversation? Are they word vomiting? Are they giving too much? Are they jumping to the sale too fast? Are they building a trusting relationship? And so I realized, wow, maybe conversations is the stopgap for success. Closing, confident, confidently coming out and saying, this is what you're going to buy. Here's the deadline, right? Even just asking for referrals because asking our current customers for referrals is a huge way to be able to build the business, right? What about customer service? I also started to think, 
you know, if people are having this in and out of sales, do they know how to retain people? Do they know how to really deliver an excellent service? Or are they just so focused on the next start that they just are like customers in onto the next? That's a problem. And same thing with the business opportunity and closing. And so what I did was I established a baseline. I made a survey for my team. I like to do this twice a year, beginning of the year and midway through the year. I really want to find figure out what the gaps are. And so on this survey, I asked questions like, when did you sign up? And what is your current paid rank? And what is your weekly PV? What is your average income? And then I go through how confident do you feel at all of the things I just listed above. Once I got this survey back, I was able to see, wow, my people really do not know how to interview their challengers. They don't know how to confidently close the sale. There's some major, like their confidence level wasn't even above a two. And so out of a a scale of one to five. And so that really made me say, oh, I need to jump in. I need to create some additional support to help people grow in their confidence. Because if people are more confident, right, they're going to have more conversations. And if they have more conversations, they're going to make more sales. And if they make more sales, though, everybody is winning, right? The business is growing. They're thriving. I'm thriving. There's excitement. There's motivation. And so this was really the starting point. Now, What did I do from there? We're going to break it down into the different categories of the business because I believe that every system should be simple, easy to follow, and duplicatable. Simple, easy to follow, duplicatable. Even when you make your systems those three things, people still don't get it. So we we have to try to simplify as much as we can. So when I bring somebody new into the organization, I have a process that I go through. That process is in the back of my mind, this is what I want them to do. Make their money back, hit our rewards program success club consistently, and then I want them to get to 500 PV per week. Now, I'm not going to tell them all of that the day they sign up, but that's my goal in the back of my mind. I'm going to drip it out sequentially in a way that's going to help them get to where I want them to go. So step number one, I am going to, I have this 10-step checklist that everybody gets and you know what? I can actually show it to you. So I have this 10-step checklist, right? And this was, I got this from somewhere. I I think it originated somewhere in the company and I modified it, but they get this 10-step checklist, right? And I basically have them go through step one through six before we ever get on the phone or before we get on a group call. All right, so step one through six. And then I have what we call this conversation guide that I created. And the conversation guide basically walks people through what their starting point is in their business. All right, I have them make a list of 25 to 50 people. And then they are going to come to our first call together, whether it's group or whether it's one-on-one, and we are going to invite these people. And I want them to review this entire conversation guide before they actually get to me, all right, before we have that one-on-one call. And then we walk through how to invite, right? We walk through how to go through the conversation flow. What do I say when somebody's interested in joining my accountability group? How do I interview Somebody, how do I ask the right questions so that I can give a customized recommendation? I'm not just throwing up a share cart link in the first message, right? But I am 
asking questions. I'm very curious about their needs. I'm very curious about what they've tried in the past, what has worked and what hasn't worked. I'm very curious about their time, their commitment, their financial obligations, because by the time I ask them, you know, a series of five or six questions, I now am like, all right, I know exactly how this is going to support you. And I have it all laid out in examples inside of that conversation PDF. All of it is laid out inside of there. And I'm going to walk them through it. We're going to send invites as people respond and say, yes, I want more information. I'm going to coach them through it. But that's what I'm going to do. My whole goal initially is to get them into conversations. It's also to remind them why you're doing what you're doing. You're doing these actions so that you can generate more wealth for your family, right? More financial flexibility. So I'm really connecting the dots of why they're getting uncomfortable. I do tell them their goal is to sign up three people ASAP the same way that you got started. That's my goal, is to get them those wins initially. Even social media. Yes, I want you to make a social media post, but if you can have confident conversations, if you can master the and what we call them offline brand, right? If you can master your offline brand, which is how you communicate with people one-on-one and people trust you and they know you're excited about what you do. And if they see that you can help them, they're going to sign up. All right. So that's what we do initially. Then once somebody advances in the business to Emerald, right, the first rank advance, what do they do? They unlock the doors to the compensation plan, which is awesome. I love it. So what do we need to do here is I send them a video send them a video and I'm like, congratulations, you've unlocked the doors to the compensation plan. You now have unlocked the second lever to build an income. You have an ability to continue to make an income off of personal customer sales. And you now have an ability to make, build a working team and make a, make, you know, $250 a week off of your team. Now I know that you are not earning at that level yet. But if you are interested in learning how to do that, let's set up our next call. And then once they respond and they say, I want to learn how to do it, we are going to get on a call. And now we are going to talk about their weak leg and their strong leg. I'm going to walk them through a visual of their organization and where their income opportunities are at. Then we are going to walk through the coaching conversation flow. How do we invite? How do we follow up? What do we say to these people? That's where those next steps are going to take place. So that's going to be how I'm educating and I'm connecting why growing a team is super important. All right, let's go to the next step. Once people reach what we call the leadership rank, diamond, I'm going to send them another video. Again, congratulations. I'm so proud of you. You've unlocked the doors to the compensation plan at the highest level, right? Your weekly cycle bonus. You have the ability to earn $2,000 a week in team cycle bonus. Now, I know that you're probably not making that right now, but our goal is to start to create a stable organization that is producing more downline volume so you can take advantage of that income opportunity. So if you are interested please reply back or send me a message and we will set up our call and we will begin the process of what I call diamond now what. At the diamond level, these people get added into my rising stars. Rising stars is a Facebook group 
that I do. And I have a weekly Wednesday morning training where every single week I am talking to my leaders. I am teaching my leaders how to do the things that I'm teaching you guys here on this call, right? But also when somebody becomes a new leader, new diamond, I am going to walk them through what's called a diamond now what process. It's a four-part series where people are going to learn how to stabilize their business. They're going to manage their team and their time. We're really going to focus on inviting to the business opportunity because right now we need to build more leaders. The people you have are not going to be the same people that you might even have six months from now. I'm also going to say, hey, do you have any people on your team that are working the business? Yes. Okay. Are we doing that new coach process with them? script guide, conversation flow, getting on the phone with them one-on-one, supporting them in reaching their goals, all right? So that's what we're focused on at that leadership level. At the star diamond level, right, the biggest mistake I've made in the past is going, oh, my leaders are leaders. They're star diamond. I don't need to mentor them. But here's the thing. We do. We actually do really need to mentor them. Like, we're all listening to this podcast right now. We all sat in that leadership breakout not because we had all the answers, but because we want to learn. We want to improve. We still feel like we've got some stop gaps that are keeping us from achieving the level of success that we want. So at this leadership level, we are now getting on with our leaders once a month on the Rising Stars Weekly, in small group masterminds, and we're focused on duplication. I'm asking the right questions to see if my leaders have their own systems implemented. How are they onboarding? How are they supporting the downline? How are they making sure people are having confident conversations? As things move levels down beneath me, do my leaders have the strategies in place to support the downline organization? All right, here's the thing. No matter what, if you are not rewarding and recognizing your team for what matters most, they won't do it. So make sure that you're rewarding for the things that you want to see more of. You're rewarding for volume. You're rewarding for recruitment. You're rewarding people for stepping up and taking a leadership role, right? So incredibly important. And I want to wrap it up by just saying, these are some of my best practices that didn't really fit into those different categories because it's kind of like a, when I feel like people are ready, I want to share these things. When it comes to selling, teaching the downline how to sell, there's a couple of things that again came naturally to me. Like I noticed my paychecks one week would be $500, but the next week they'd be zero. And the next week it would be 250 and the next week it would be $20. And so I noticed that I didn't have this consistency of sales. So I started to position my VIP groups or my accountability groups very strategically throughout the month so that I had things that were starting, you know, at different weeks. Or if I started a group the first two weeks of the month, I would create opportunities to maybe go to my current customers and say, hey, you keep talking about how sore you are. Have you ever tried our performance line? I really think it would benefit you. I make my recharge every single evening before I go to bed. And it not only helps me sleep, but I also really do not have the muscle soreness, right? Or I'm talking about Energize or I'm talking about first thing. So I'm up sharing with my current customers when I see a need. But be strategic about when and where to actually sell, right, to people. Sending out emails, sometimes you're talking about it on social media, but you really want to make sure that you are looking at your data and you are saying, how do I create consistency in my paychecks 
And that is driven by the behavior. All right, here's my favorite books. Love these books. Favorite sales book, Ultimate Sales Machine, The Snowball System, and GoPro. These are my favorite three. And the reason they're my favorite three is because they talk about sales. They talk about building relationships and they talk about what it means to build a professional direct sales business. That's what we're here for. We're listening to this podcast because we want to grow our income. Right now, that's what we're talking about. How do I grow my volume? How do I grow my income? How do I find members that want to work? It's through the conversations we have. It's the way we professionalize our actions that we're taking. And it's becoming a professional at the actual skills of sales. It's not slimy sales. It's selling something you truly believe in. And at the end of the day, you are the leader of your sales force. So if you want your team to create more volume, to create more income, if you want to see greater success, it starts with you. The way you show up, the way you teach, and the way you lead. And when your team wins, everybody wins. All right, you guys, I hope that this was super helpful. I hope this gave you some great new ideas to implement in your organization. And if you have any additional questions, you guys, you can hit me up on Instagram at Melanie Mitro. You can send me an email, support at melaniemitro.com. But please tag this episode, tag me on social media. Let me know what you loved most about it and what you are going to implement immediately. You guys, thanks so much for hanging out with me here on the podcast, and I will see you back here next week.